Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Ascended Radio, and I am your grateful host, Jessica Spencer. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been long overdue. I know I took a mini kind of surprise hiatus, and uh, I apologize for that because I didn't really give you notice. I've been doing a lot of different projects, and one of them is another podcast that I'm working on on Blog Talk, and it's called the clown and the lesbo, and lesbo is spelled L-E-S-B-E-A-U-X. And what that is, is it's something that I'm doing with my cousin, Dante Spencer. Some of you might recognize him. He's a model. Um, he's been a model for many years, but he's also on the show The Real. He's on the show uh, Jerk the Cameras. Um, he has uh, been in a movie recently. I think it's called Jokesters. Um, so he's a really funny guy, very intelligent, also very spiritual as well, master's in spiritual psychology. But both of us are also, you know, we do a lot of things outside of just the spiritual realm. So that's literally our foundation for things. And I can speak for myself. It's definitely my foundation for everything that I do. If I'm at work or if I'm, you know, engaging with somebody or, you know, from writing or, you know, even if I'm out at a brunch or, or a happy hour or something like that, um, Everything that I'm doing, the basis for things that I'm doing, shopping, whatever, um, who I am is just a spiritual being. And um, and so that's really the basis for everything I do. But, you know, there are definitely some times when you want to work on other projects um, that show other sides of you, other aspects of you. I'm a very silly person, uh, so is Dante. So this is this, this show that we have, The Clown and Lesbo, talks about everything. I mean, we don't even have a script. Um, for this show, I don't even really have a script, although I kind of have a, try to have an idea of what I'm going to say um, before I come on the show. But this show, we really literally don't um, really have a script, and we talk about everything from, you know, is it possible, you know, to find happiness and, and to maintain happiness your entire life, um, or is that something you even want to do? We also talk about um, relationships, a little bit of politics, um, you know, we talk about a lot of different things, and uh, so it's, it's interesting. If you definitely want to call in and see another aspect of me, which you might, if you've been listening for a long time and you know me, um, then you, you've probably seen that side of me. Um, but it definitely encompasses all sides of me uh, a little bit more. This show is just, you know, Sending Radio is my baby. It's, it's something that it gives me joy to do and, uh, and, and share with everybody. And if you are listening for the very first time, um, the reason and way that I, I do this particular show is it's just almost like an online or a live diary of what I'm going through through my awakening process of being a spiritual being, an energetic being, having this physical experience. Um, and the caller number, if anything resonates with you, is 347-996-3263, and that's today and every day. That's the caller number. Um, so feel free to share. You can also email me at misspencer05 at gmail.com or extendedradio at gmail.com. So check the other show out as well if you like. Um, if you feel like something that's lighthearted and, and really silly and, um, but also touches on some, some serious topics, um, feel free to, free to check that show out as well. So today, today's show is called The Blue Pill or The Red Pill, right? So... Many of you that have seen The Matrix know exactly what I'm talking about. And even if not, you have definitely seen memes about The Matrix. And uh, and I'll get a little bit more into that. 
So basically, I'll get into a little bit more about the, the background of that for those of you who, who haven't uh, seen that movie. Please see that movie. It's, it's kind of one of those igniters, triggers that you can watch and a lot of things I feel like within you kind of light up and resonate with it. And you don't really know why, but it seems truthful. Or it seems like it has some, some sort of some truth to it that resonates on a deeper level of kind of, you know, living in this, this programmed reality that's not really real and there's this, you know, it's almost representative of the conscious and the subconscious mind um, or unconscious mind um, and then which reality you want to live in based on which uh, mind it is that you're, you're acting from. And if you are an awakened being and you're, you're wanting to wake up, then that would be your conscious mind um, and, and your awareness that you are an infinite being and that you are co-creating the world as you see it and as you uh, understand it. Um, and then the unconscious mind is just kind of rolling about and it's, it's, you might refer to those people, you know, as sheeple. You know, they're just kind of robotic and that's what all of us are until we wake up. We can't really judge it. Um, that's where we get the whole notion of ignorance is a glyph because you know, for a lot of people, you know, you get to kind of not know that your words are affecting not only the person that you're speaking them to, but they're actually uh, affecting you as well. And if you don't know that or you don't know, um, you know, your abilities, your gifts that you might have, then you're, you might be okay being a couch potato, which no judgment there. It's just a reality that you're choosing to exist in. So, and that's perfectly fine. So the matrix actually does a really good job of exhibiting this so, which pill will you take, the blue pill or the red pill? In the movie The Matrix, Morpheus gives Neo the option to take the blue pill. And if you take the blue pill, you stay asleep. And in awareness uh, about life, right? But if you take the red pill, um, or you're, I'm sorry, if you take the blue pill, you stay asleep and in unawareness. But if you take the red pill, the veil is lifted and you awaken. And so for a lot of people that are watching the show, we love that movie because it exhibits, like I said, what it is to awaken, right? To be able to be without fear as to what's beyond the veil. You know, a lot of people, a lot of these presidential debates are coming on and you're starting to see that at that time of the year. And it's always um, baffling to me how many people will resonate with lower frequencies with, you know, people that are obviously not doing anything to benefit people and, and that are just kind of um, almost bottom feeders that are coming out to, to feed, you know, that are they're scavengers and that will say whatever they want um, or whatever you think they want to hear uh, uh, to, to get elected. And so we need to develop ourselves inwardly so that we, you know, know what truth is and we can resonate with systems that uh, that propel that type of experience of truthfulness, right? Um, you know, you're going to be confused sometimes. <laughs> I mean, politics is a, is a very good example of that, and it plays on your confusion. That's why it's go to the boiling pool. When I'm a you know, decently educated person, quote, unquote, right, and it's very confusing for me to know, you know, what, what it is that you're even voting for, you know, and the wording is confusing on purpose. Um, because it's not meant to be truthful. It's not meant to be straightforward. And for you to understand and have an awareness, have consciousness, and be able to choose in, you know, a, a conscious way um, what works best for yourself and for those around you, your neighbors, your family, your friends, your children, 
um, your community. It's not meant to do that. If it were meant to do that, then it would be very straightforward and be very clear. So a lot of these systems we're removing ourselves from, and so, you know, what are we going to replace it with? If we start to understand that, you know, that a lot of these things, a lot of these illusions were meant to uh, keep us oppressed and keep us from knowing who we really are and from being the divine being that we, that we are, um, you know, what do you do? You know, if you, if you see a lot of these institutions, people are beginning to question things from, you know, the government to our school systems to the doctors, pharmaceutical companies, to religion. I mean, if you are not a grounded person and you don't have a strong foundation, you can easily get blown away. And you might see a lot of people kind of losing it right now. You know, either, you know, one way or another, they're not balanced. So they're going extreme addiction or depressed or um, the, the development of a lot of diseases or disease, um, you know, relationships that are, that are unhealthy. Um, and then, again, you're seeing a lot of people also wake up and begin to, you know, attract those friends and opportunities and spouses into their life that are in alignment with the frequency that they are existing on. And so you want to ask yourself, you know, do I want a rental, which is consciousness and awareness and, and me, you know, not living from that ignorance of a good state and really wanting to know. You know, a lot of this is going on because the masses don't really want to know. You know, like, do you, do you really want to know and all of the power that you really have? Do you really want to know, you know, what's in your food? Or do you really want to know um, that you'll probably get to a point where what's in your food can't harm you because you, you know, realign with your divine being that that is unharmed? Um, but you might have to get to that level of consciousness of understanding first. It's like, for me, what I realized recently is that, you know, for a lot of us, you'll say initially when you, you're becoming a spiritual person that, you know, you need to forgive. Forgive yourself. Forgive everyone. And that is essential on one stage of evolution to forgive. And it's this whole act of releasing so that you're not attached to those energies any longer so that they don't keep showing up in your life in the form of other relationships that are there to teach you that you haven't forgiven or released. Um, and then you'll get to another state that's even further expanded where forgiveness isn't needed. You're just accepting what is. Um, no words need to be spoken. Again, that's, you know, using uh, some of the six senses that were indicative of your third-dimensional physical reality, right? And then the, the reality that the veil would be extended that that you would stay in if you took the blue pill, right, where there's disease and there's disparity and um, there's violence and where we all accept it and just say, oh, this is the way it is. You know, we're supposed to be wars. You know, that's okay. You're supposed to be, you know, children are supposed to die as a casualty of war. That's all right. That's just what happens. And we just all accept it collectively. That's when you know that you're living in unawareness. You, you drunk the, the drink and you had the blue pill, right, when you are just, accepting life as it is instead of co-creating it masterfully and in a conscious way. You know, you want to participate in your own life. And for a lot of us, we're not participating. You know, we're not actively, consciously participating in the creation of our lives. We're relegating it. We're we're allowing, uh, you know, a manager at our job to tell us, you know, when we can take off from work, when we can spend time with our families. We're allowing the government to tell us, you know, what laws we should adhere to. We're allowing... And, and I'm not saying that we should not have some sort of structure, especially for those people who are lost, that are floating around, that are 
you know, robotic. They haven't woken up yet. They haven't chosen to take, you know, the red pill of consciousness and awareness. So they need structure. You know, me personally, I never needed, you know, somebody to tell me, I never needed a rule um, to have me be a kind person. That just came natural to me, um, and maybe I'm lucky for that. But I think that if you get back to who natural are, you know, you don't really, a lot of these rules that we have are unnecessary. Um, and, and they're obsolete. And I think that we are getting to that point, and that's why a lot of people are starting to feel comfortable in these boxes that we put ourselves in. We're starting to feel, you know, bogged down, and we're starting to feel uh, claustrophobic because we are infinite beings way beyond the confines of the walls within these boxes that we've been put in of being a race, of being a particular religion, of being a gender. Um, we're, we're energy people. We're not the skin suit that we're in. This is just a vessel that, that allows us to exist on this particular planet at this particular time. That's it. You know, it's like if you go into outer space, these astronauts have to wear special gear. They have to be in a special vessel to allow them to exist in that atmosphere, right? The same thing with the skin suit. The same exact thing. So you have to understand that we are literally not these identities. We are just a part of the, the character that we're playing in the video game called Life. And it's funny, my cousin Dante that, uh, that I just mentioned at the top of the show actually um, said that, that that's kind of how he views life. Um, I view it kind of as a movie and he sees it as a game as well, where, you know, if you're in Mario Brothers, for example, you get to be any character. You can be the mushroom kid or you can be Mario, you can be Luigi, you can be the princess, you can even be the bad guy if you want, right? You get to experience all of those different characters and, and where they have. They have different weapons that they use. They have different resources that they have. They live in different little villages um, and they can do different, they have different abilities. They have different gifts. And depending on what you want to experience, you can choose whatever character you want. Well, that's why you look the way you do. Ever society's boxing were that said that that character is, right? Like, I can be a black woman. I can be, you know, a younger uh, black woman um, from the suburbs, lesbian. And I'm here as an energetic being to supersede what you think uh, I am based on the six senses that you're using to perceive me. Right, but if you can develop yourself beyond that, then you'll feel my aura, then you'll feel my energy, then you'll be able to speak to me without words. Right, so that's the level that you want to get to, and you can do that right by if you use this example from the matrix, taking the red pill and waking up. Right, and that's you know for me, I do get why the more I wake up, uh, how ignorant is this? Because once you know something, then you you're you have you know it, you have to use it. Right, once you know you know, certain natural laws, um, then you are, you know, if you know that, like I said, that words um, or, or energy does create your reality and you know that and, and you are engaging in lower level gossiping or judgment or um, hatred, hateful speaking, then you know what it's doing to your body, to your physical body, to your, to your energetic body. Um, and to the atmosphere, to other people that will walk into that same energy that you've now created on the planet, right? If you look at it as, as a cloud um, that you're creating with your words, right? And that's a dark cloud. Someone eventually is going to walk beneath that cloud. Someone's going to eventually walk into that cloud. And that's the energy that you created, and it's karma even that you need all of that so you can let go of even the need for karma. Again, that's a rule that, that can also become, and I believe is becoming obsolete, 
because we're all going to be on the frequency of love, and so there isn't going to be any any uh, anything contrary to that because that's who we naturally are, and we're waking up to that fact, right? We're not going to be these sinful um, heathens that just deserve to live in flock, right? Like like some um, people might think, or some institutions might say. That's a horrible description of you. And imagine what those words are doing to you. Um, imagine what those words have been doing to, to people for, you know, for thousands of years. And we defend those words to the point where we're willing to kill women, children, men, innocent people, every innocent. Um, but we're willing to kill, and, and that can't be of God, right? And we have to start using our, our minds a little bit. We have to really start thinking, and we have to start feeling because if, if it doesn't make sense, you know, if it doesn't fit, you must quit. <laughs> so we have to develop this spiritual tool so we can be be able to sense what makes sense and, and what doesn't, and then act accordingly. So the more we practice these tools, the more the tools will be given, right? Just like those video games, you, you pass different levels, you're giving bigger and bigger tools to be able to pass the next levels that are going to get more difficult. Um, on this reality I, of waking up, we're going to release the difficulty because that was in a third dimension. We're working our way backwards to the to backwards to the future, right? If, if that makes sense to some of you, um, to our future selves that already knows that we are divine beings, so we're remembering that so we can integrate that aspect of ourselves that we lost into this reality, right? So. It's not going to get more difficult. It's going to become more easy because you're no longer you no longer have those limited views of yourself, and you're not, not working with scarcity anymore. You're working with vast abundance, and that's what was already given. Um, we're not going to believe these lies anymore that you know these paper uh, currencies uh, identify us or the lack thereof it has nothing to do with who you are as an energetic being. And it's, it's to a divine being, it's absolutely meaningless, right? But this is a part of the the video game that we're playing, we're collecting these coins and, you know, you can trade it in for, you know, whatever you want that you've created is now of value to yourself. You don't have to have the same value system um, that these institutions have projected onto you. It's important that we start to trust ourselves and uh, and really start to value and honor what we value in our lives, whether it's creativity, whether it's love, you know, relationships, whatever it is that you value. That's, that's that's what the truth is for you, and uh, and that's what we need to start honoring. So, um, interestingly enough, talking about value, I actually had a conversation uh, with a friend recently, Nicole Davis, one of my my soul sisters, um, and and it was it was very interesting because it's about you know this whole notion of beauty, um, and. If you're one of those people that feels right now like you're waking up and you might feel a little isolated because maybe not everyone around you is, is, is waking up or you're interested in it, um, you might not be feeling like you fit into society so much. Maybe you never did, and, and you can understand why, because you, you took the red pill and you, you're awake, right? <laughs> so you're seeing the video game. You're observing it from a different viewpoint, um, while the people that are in it, it's just like if you're in a building, you can't see the magnitude of the actual building until you're outside and above the building looking down. And then you can see the entirety of the building. But when you're in the building, you're only able to see within those four walls in that particular building. And you can't even see all of the four walls depending on how the depth of the building goes, right, how far the walls are out. Um, so so that's how you want to look at this. So just as we transform the need, um, 
for these types of uh, understandings of, of ourselves, right? That, that we said, um, our, our concept of beauty is even changing, which is interesting, right? Because, again, it has to do with our value system. It has to do with what we're valuing. So if you're transcending, so is, so is your... It's, it's not that you are a beautiful being. You are beauty itself. Stop that you're loving. You are love itself. Stop that you're joyful. You are joy itself. So that's what we're moving into. So again, which girl are you going to take? Right? So here's a quote from The Matrix. You take the blue pill, the story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. The term red pill is referring to a human that is aware of the true nature of the matrix. Okay, so that's Morpheus talking to Neo, explaining to him that if you take this blue pill, then the story ends. You go back to your, you know, life, you go to your nine to five job, your you know, your, your wife and kids and uh and you live your, your life and that that is happiness for some people. We have to understand that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Or you can go on this adventure waking up and you can take the rental and you can still go back to your family. You can live this uplifted, powerful life where you're creating and you're painting and you're able to do multiple things at once and you're able to give all of yourself in in, in a multitude of ways at one time and, and be just as present to everyone around you as you would have before. Um, when you needed so much more time to do that, to be present. So for those of us who choose to awaken or to ascend, it's as if we've been able to ascend without having to leave the physical body, okay? It's as if we've died to our small selves and a small way of thinking and being, and we've chosen to be reborn as awakened beings. That's what like taking the red pill in nature says. So aware of the vastness of the world around us, the world becomes limitless. So your abilities become immeasurable and your consciousness becomes deeper. So we get a chance to live life again in a new way as an aware person. So the choices we make may seem extremely different than who we knew ourselves to be before because we're free from the cyclical or reactionary behavior that we used to exhibit. We're actually actually consciously co-creating our lives rather than it being at the mercy of our circumstance, right? So, you know, you might find yourself, for me, I used to have a Mercedes, right? It was my dream car, and I had it for eight years, paid off, and I was like, great, you know, I love I loved the power of this car. I felt very safe in the car, and I actually really, really liked driving the car. And I had this dream. I may have said this before on the show, but... I had a dream that the car broke down. I had another dream that the car broke down. And on my final dream, I had a dream that my dad, who passed away, was standing on the outside of my car, and he says to me, it's your transmission. And two weeks later, I traded in that Mercedes, and I got a Prius. And to me, um, it was a symbolic uh, gesture. You know, for me, number one, I was in, in gratitude that I was connected enough to my dad or to my higher self to let me know that, hey, this is what's going on, right? So, and I'm still in gratitude for that. Secondly, that I had enough trust to believe what it was that was being spoken to just jump into another car note, number one, in which I wasn't expecting, 
um, and going into a very, you know, a less powerful car, less amenities in the car, of course, and it's just been such a blessing. Now, who knows? I love the, I love the Mercedes. I love the car. And, and, and to me, um, the symbolic uh, gesture was letting go of the attachment of it as it being any sort of status. It's just what you like or you don't like or, or whatever. Um, I, I I would never get another, you know, a gas guzzling car. You know, now they have hybrids and all those things. But, you know, the the beauty of it is, is that there was something in that for me. There was some sort of level of the video game that I passed that, you know, released the attachment to not having a car or the attachment to that car or any sort of status that was attached to it. And uh, and it was something that, you know, was a great example for me of what's possible, of how much you can change, how much you can transform um, in your thinking just within minutes or days or, or whatever. So ignorance is bliss. I could have stayed in that ignorance and I could have, you know, continued to drive that car and just saw what happened. Or, you know, I could lift the veil and be remain, you know, connected and actually act on that connection. And as I said, again, when we are practicing these tools, we're given more tools. So because I trust it, we've been a lot more, you know, staying connected on a regular basis and um, and it's getting deeper and deeper um, insights because, you know, I'm practicing these tools and I'm listening. If you, if you, you know, are given information or connection and you're not listening, you're not acting on it, eventually, and it's just the same thing like they say about your body, if you don't, you don't uh, use it, you lose it, right? And never are you going to use it for good. You can always tap back in. But um, it's it's the point of, you know, why not do it now? You know, why not bypass all of these uh, all these challenges now? So, again, it's just all something to think about as far as taking the red pill, the blue pill, being asleep, being awake, and, and being in unattachment, you know, allowing everyone to be as they are and to experience life as their dreams experience it. One of the things that, that I've been noticing, I said this before on the show, that I see on social media with people that are quote-unquote spiritual, is a lot of people are, you know, might be vegetarians, they might be vegans, they might be, um, you know, they might meditate for eight hours a day, they might do yoga. You have to be careful to not discourage people that, that are not doing those things or thinking that they're not as spiritual necessarily. Um, and all that, again, is of an old paradigm and institution, and it didn't work. Right, so we don't want to be the same type of people that are creating these these rules and then judging people for not uh, following them. Everybody has their own unique path and purpose, and it will be spoken to you. And it's never going to look just like somebody else's. And if someone's telling you that it needs to look and follow these precise rules, it's the same thing as religion. You, we're all unique beings, and we all came to express and experience life in a way that only we can. Otherwise, we wouldn't exist. So be a trailblazer, be a leader, you know, you know, drink that, that cup of water with that red pill, wake up and wake up to your particular path and your particular, wake up from your dream, wake up from your nightmare or wake up to the, you know, understanding that maybe um, this is the dream and death is the awakening. You know, whatever is true, wake up to, to the gifts that you have within yourself yourself and you know if you want to look at you know listen to the show or you know, look up youtube videos or uh, read books which is i've done all of that um i've had a mentor for you know had a mentor for two and a half years do all of that but 
have your own truth. Don't allow anyone to sway you. Um, this is for you to wake up for, as an individual. You're, you know, collectively waking up, but you're not collectively waking up in the sense of, you know, waking up in this pool of water with everybody at the same time. It looks the same. No, you're going to be over here underneath the tree when you wake up. You might be at work. Somebody else might be, you know, in the hospital. And, and the way that you wake up and how you wake up um, is going to be uniquely different. At, at 7.6 billion people are going to wake up completely different. Um, so we should honor that. And I'll definitely be back next week with another show of Ascended Radio. I want to thank you all for listening. I'm so sorry that I haven't done a show, but you can go to the archives on your podcast on uh, if you have an iPhone or on the blogstockradio.com website. You can listen to every single show I've done for over three years. Anytime you miss the show. And again, thank you for listening to Ascended Radio, where we are authentically becoming our divine selves.